This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Healthy Aging, providing you with the unique energy support of Pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years with a 45-day money-back guarantee of nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. We're talking about uh, skincare uh, using an integrative approach. Our guest, Dr. Diana Hurwitz, is a board-certified dermatologist. Uh, she is also co-founder of kitchen-prescription.com. It's a cooking and wellness blog. Uh, which addresses the concerns of people, not just skin problems, but uh, problems related to autoimmunity and inflammation. And uh, she uh, has a practice in Larchmont, New York. You're actively seeing patients uh, now? I am. Mm -hmm. okay. And so, uh, you know, if you're looking for someone who can wield all the latest tools of dermatology, you know, these are medications that uh, I can't easily prescribe because... Uh, they're, uh, you know, powerful medications that uh, dermatologists know how to prescribe. Uh, she's the one, but she can also uh, offer that in an integrative context. So let's talk about some of these uh, new medications, because I said, you know, somewhat, uh, uh, you know, tongue in cheek, uh, you know, they used to say that dermatologists had a couple of strategies for skin problems. Either you would smear on an ointment, and lubricate the skin, or you just throw some steroids on it, and uh, you know, sounded like a pretty easy specialty because you know, limited tools wasn't a lot you could do. But there's a heck of a lot you can do now. I mean, you could barely uh, watch a half an hour of TV without seeing ads for things like Dupixent, uh, with pictures of people with fiery rashes, the before picture, and then afterwards they're happily going to the pool. Uh, with smiling mm -hmm. faces and their skin looks great. Same thing with psoriasis. And we've got a Tesla, Taltz, Cosentix, and more. So what's the deal with these medications? Do they really revolutionize the practice of dermatology? Um, in my opinion, they have. Uh, when I went to residency, it was slim pickings when it came to systemic medications for people who had a body surface area uh, greater than 20%, for example, and had psoriatic arthritis. And the problem was the medications didn't work great and were rife with problems. Uh, not that any medication is not free of side effects, but I think that the efficacy was not where we wanted it to be. And with something like atopic dermatitis or eczema, it was oral steroids or topical steroids um, for years. And, you know, oral steroids are great in a short burst, but long-term treatment um, is, again, chock full with really devastating side effects. So it's been very gratifying to have this new... Um, this new armamentarium of medications that didn't exist until recently. And 
I think when I'm thinking about eczema and particularly Dupixent, which is advertised ad nauseum, um, it is a breakthrough medication. It is a medication that targets IL-4 and IL-13, and those are both pro-inflammatory um, um, inhibitors that Dupixent um, targets, and it has been amazingly effective and very few side effects. So I like to use them for people who are suffering, but it doesn't mean that I don't also address um, systemic inflammation in a more holistic way. I think that when you do that, these systemic medications, including the newer systemic medications, work better than if you just continue on with a Western diet and don't control for some of these other modifiable factors. You know, then of course there's uh, psoriasis, and in psoriasis, uh, you know, there's ways to suppress the inflammation. The concern is with these medications. You know, like, there's a whole raft of warnings. You know, like you got to watch out, make sure you don't have tuberculosis, make sure you don't travel to a place where there's fungal infections, things like that. Mm-hmm. Are they're a little concerning that you know maybe you're sacrificing optimal immunity. Uh, when you take these things, which after all, are, they're sort of immune suppressants. They kind of curb an unruly, uh, hyperactive immune response on your skin surface. Correct. Um, I mean, they're trying to make it more precision medicine, but we are a far cry from precision medicine. So you're absolutely right. When you are quelling some of the systemic inflammation, you're also handicapping the body's ability to fight infections. Um, you have to be careful about live vaccines on any of these medications. What are some examples um, of live vaccines? Certainly not the not the COVID vaccine, or is that no? Uh, yeah, the COVID a- vaccine is fine. The flu vaccine is fine. Um, Shindrex, which is the shingles vaccine, is okay. The old one, the old the old shingles vaccine, uh, uh, Zostavax was, I think, a live vaccine. That was concerning. I, that was a live vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't use that because it wasn't particularly effective, but that would be an example of something you would be, you'd have to go off the medication to get. Um, if you're younger, and now these medications, uh, Dupixent is available in for children, hmm. you have to be worried hmm. about like MMRs and other live vaccines for kids. Okay. So, so that's a concern. If you do get sick, um, some of these medications um, make you more susceptible to infection. Um, but surprisingly, people on Dupixent did better with COVID. Yeah, that's so. a, kind of the paradox is, you know, a lot of these, there was a real concern I had for, there's literally millions, maybe tens of millions of people on immunosuppressant medications, not just these medications, but medications for organ transplant, medications mm-hmm. uh, for rheumatoid arthritis, especially, and other uh, rheumatological disorders. And I was really worried about those people. I was thinking they don't have a fighting chance because they have really suppressed immune systems. It turns out that suppressing an overactive immune response actually may be the key to uh, reducing the severity of COVID, reducing cytokine storm, which, you know, ends up hospitalizing patients and putting them on respirators. Yeah, absolutely. I think we learned a lot um, with this pandemic, but the upside is that people who were on Dupixent, um, 
did better, and on some of these other immunosuppressants, they did better. Mm-hmm. But you do have to worry about increased incidence of skin cancer with some of these drugs, mm-hmm. of lymphoma with some of these drugs. So th- there's no free lunch with any medication um, that you're taking systemically. So mm-hmm. I think you have to tailor um, the drug to each patient as best you can. But I would say one truism is that everybody can benefit from some of these integrative strategies that, to my mind, only have an upside, unlike some medications. And, and what are some of the supplements that you like for people with uh, eczema uh, and or psoriasis? Is there an overlap in terms of the supplements that are helpful for both, or are there distinct types of supplements that are helpful? Um, I think there's a lot of common denominators. So mm-hmm. uh, one way to address inflammation is to boost the microbiome, and by doing so, you fight inflammation. So I love putting people on probiotics and prebiotics, either in the form of a supplement, uh, which I really like, or by introducing fermented foods, which are chock full of probiotics or kombucha, Um I love people to be on vitamin D supplements, especially I live in the Northeast and six months out of the year, um, arguably we're vitamin D deficient and that also has effects. It's a hormone as well on inflammation. So I like to boost vitamin D and I like omega-3s as well. So those are some of the things that are helpful. Have you found that a GLA from borage oil is helpful for some uh, dry types of skin conditions? Because uh, it, it's actually touted, uh, you know, way back when, you know, back in the 1980s, they were talking about primrose oil for uh, eczema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that definitely has um, some nice attributes. But if I'm talking about holistically for everybody, those would be my three. Mm-hmm. I uh, also like turmeric. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Turmeric? I you also say? like turmeric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so let's switch gears and talk a little bit about uh, skin cancer. I think one of the most exciting breakthroughs in uh, nutritional dermatology was the publication, I believe it was in the New England Journal of Medicine, of a you know very, very uh, well-substantiated study uh, that showed that using niacinamide uh, reduced the mm-hmm. recurrence rate, you know, which you well know, uh, for uh, basal cell cancer and squamous cell cancer. It didn't didn't touch melanoma. That's a distinct type of cancer, but it was somewhat beneficial, uh, you know, because people keep going into the dermatologist's office and you know works for dermatologists, you know, going in and getting the barnacle scraped off. But after a while, you have very little <laughs> native skin surface left. <laughs> You don't want to keep doing that. Right. So I've been uh, recommending niacinamide for a while. The The story goes back to Australia, which is ground zero for both melanoma and non-melanoma skin cancer because of the ozone hole. Hmm. And they have the highest rates of both melanoma and non-melanoma skin cancer in Australia. And, and, a, and a very light-skinned population as well. You know, not the indigenous Correct. population, but the, you know, the immigrants from, uh, you know, uh, British Isles and uh, Northern Europe. Right, right. So they gave these folks niacinamide, 500 milligrams twice a day, 
and studied them and found that there was a 30% decrease in uh, squamous cell and basal cell, which doesn't get you off the hook for wearing um, sunscreen and reapplying sunscreen if you're working out or in any body of water, but it was a profound effect. So I love niacinamide. And apropos of sunscreen, there's some concerns that the chemicals used in some sunscreens uh, are harmful. Uh, I prefer the kind mm-hmm. that, you know, like the zinc oxide or the titanium oxide ones, that, you know, like kind of like what the lifeguards used to put on their noses, you know, back in the day, because mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're simply reflective and the, the these microparticles are actually too large to be absorbed through the skin, from my understanding. That's exactly right. So sunscreen is divided up into physical and chemical. The physical are the titanium dioxide and zinc oxide, which don't penetrate the skin and just reflect the UVA and the UVB rays and are much better tolerated, especially in people with systemic skin disease like eczema and psoriasis. A lot of the chemical sunscreens can cause contact dermatitis as well. So... I think from a safety perspective, um, in terms of some of the research they've done on coral reefs, I think it's, uh, it's a much safer thing to use for the environment, and I think it's safer for humans as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I plan to pack some of those when I go uh, diving in St. Martin uh, later this this winter. Uh, concern, though, and a caveat that I share with patients is, uh, you know, they have these convenient spray bottles of the titanium uh, or zinc, and I just don't think mm-hmm. that's great to aerosolize in the air where you can breathe it into your lungs. You know, I just, you know, sh- smear it on. You know, don't do it the lazy spray-on way. I, I agree 100%, and I would add another reason to avoid the spray, which mm-hmm. is that most of the time it it absorbs almost instantaneously, and if you're doing it yourself, you don't realize you've missed certain areas until it's too late and you get a burn on an area that you didn't get. So taking the time to rub in a lotion or a gel or a cream um, is better. Right. It also is a social opportunity. You can invite somebody uh, by the pool to (laughs) rub it in for all the right places for you so that you get complete coverage. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, So let's talk. I get a lot of questions on my radio program about scar treatments. You know, that seems to be the Mm -hmm. bane of people's. I mean, and I think under that category, you go, you know, stretch marks. Uh, People experience Mm -hmm. stretch marks for different reasons. You know, they lose a lot of weight. They have stretch marks. Uh, after pregnancy, there's stress marks, uh, stretch, uh, stretch marks, uh, but also, you know, post-surgically, that, that seems to be one of the, like the holy grail of, of uh, cosmetic surgery is how to reduce uh, st- uh, the scarring that occurs after incisions. Mm-hmm. Any progress being made on that? Well, th- there is. I mean, I would not say there's a magic wand and stria or... Um, some of the scarring after uh, dramatic weight change, which can happen also after pregnancy, is the hardest to improve. But scarring from an accident or from a surgery, I think is is very well treated these days. Um, there are a combination of um, treatments that I employ, including one 
restrict sunscreen use because scars tend to be hyperpigmented at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and adding UV damage exacerbates that. I always add tretinoin cream, which... Retin-A. Retin-A cream, which Mm -hmm. can help um, with the coloration and with scarring. It's actually approved for both. And there's a device called microneedling, Mm -hmm. which is done in the office, relatively painless, and it's 32-gauge needles, the very fine needles that um, are, it it looks like um, about 10 needles put onto a device, and it gets, it forms little channels that stimulate the body to uh, regrow collagen, and Using that in addition with the with the Retin A um, can be very helpful for scarring. Hmm. Interesting. What about you know some of these uh, uh, collagenase uh, uh, medications like you know Zyaflex? You know, I've often thought you know maybe in, intralesional injections of that can break up some of the collagen. Has that panned out mm-hmm. at all? Is that a useful technique? Not really. Doesn't Not work. really. Okay. It, you can spend a lot of money, but you don't get a lot of bang for your buck. Okay. And uh, finally, there's an over-the-counter product that is touted as an anti-scar agent. It's called Medermin. I think the active agent in that is uh, onion extract. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard it said, it actually, one remedy for uh, the itch and discomfort of uh, zoster is to cut an onion in half and just apply it to the to the lesion. You know, not when you have open mm-hmm. sores, but, you know, when it's healing. Uh, is mm-hmm. anything to that strategy? I would say, in my opinion, it's mediocre. I think that silicone gel sheeting works much better. Sheeting? And it's about the same. Yep. Okay. So it looks like a roll of scotch tape, and mm-hmm. you just cut it to the size of the scar, I usually tell people to sleep with it overnight and take it off in the morning. And I've had great results with that as well. Any other, uh, you know, secret formulas that you use for your patients with uh, skin problems? Uh, you know, go, often you go to a dermatologist and a real uh, cash cow for dermatologists is they have a whole lineup of, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> anti-aging potions that they can sell you, mm-hmm. you know, that are, uh, you know, derived from human placenta or, you know, whatever the heck is the most esoteric ingredient of the day? I would say my go-tos for everybody are vitamin C topically, Hmm. um, which is great for free radicals and can help with melasma, can help with Hmm. post-inflammatory pigmentation. And I use that in conjunction with sunscreen, it potentiates the effect of sunscreen hmm. and retin-A at night. Hmm. Is that, I mean, do you make a homemade concoction of that, or is that available in over-the-counter uh, cream or ointment? It's available, it's available over-the-counter. Okay. So that, that, that does make sense. And there's a lot of talk about, you know, vitamin E. Vitamin, you know, every, you look at, every, at the cosmetic counter, you see everything's got vitamin E, vitamin E ointment, you know, for anti-aging. Uh, is that legit? 
I don't think it has the same power as either Retin-A or vitamin C, no. Okay. And then uh, aloe is often touted as, uh, you know, for skin care, you have like a burn or uh, some sort of inflammatory skin condition. Does that does that help? I think it does. I think with acute burns, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. So you keep an ice plant handy long- at home. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So those are some of the tricks of the trade. Um, mm-hmm. Well, great stuff. Uh, you know, let's mention that uh, you are in practice. Uh, these days, uh, this is an audience that's spread across the country. Uh, do you do any telehealth uh, consultations, uh, or do you insist that patients come uh, directly to your office in Larchmont, New York? I I do some telehealth. I mean, that was one of the upsides of the pandemic. Before then, I hadn't done any, but now I'm I'm used to it and I like it. Okay. But not everything in dermatology, which is so visual, can be right. treated effectively right. with telehealth. Right, that's the hardest kind of thing. You know, I'll get a call on the radio program, and unfortunately, it's just audio. And people say, "Well, I've got this rash. Can you tell?" You know, it's like I I wish, (laughs) I wish the heck I could see it. Uh, You know, so it it doesn't really lend itself to uh, a telephone consult. But you know, with Zoom, uh, you know, sometimes you can see pictures of people's uh, skin. Uh, Of course, it doesn't afford you the opportunity to do a close examination and do, you know, specialized tests like biopsies, which can confirm a diagnosis. So, okay, great. I mean, look, I mean, uh, congratulations, because I think you're really the perfect balance between uh, an integrative approach and also wielding, uh, you know, the latest uh, high tech, uh, you know, pharmaceutical tools for addressing skincare problems. So, uh, you know, we're fortunate in having you as a resource. Um, It's a pleasure. Great. Yeah. And also let's mention uh, kitchenprescription.com, uh, which is, uh, you know, a down to earth uh, cooking and wellness blog uh, where you can get, uh, you know, really user friendly tips on uh, diet uh, with recipes and also uh, discussions of important health topics. Just go to kitchen prescription.com and uh, the book. And we'll tell us a little bit about the book, uh, what people can find in the uh, uh, strategies to treat psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis that you wrote along with your colleague, Dr. Jill Weintraub? Well, it takes um, a broad stroke at dealing with systemic inflammation from a systemic uh, disease like psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. And we list um, a bunch of lifestyle changes that I think would be important for everybody with that disease. And also some changes to diet that can also lead to decreased inflammation and can help conventional medication work better and potentially potentially get off medication. Um, and in the end, we list some recipes that we tested and tried and um, hopefully are enjoyable. Indeed. Okay, so a lot of resources available through you. Uh, Thanks once again for joining us. That's Dr. Diana Hurwitz. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements 
I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.